Kyle, thanks for Sean and Jody being here with us and doing the show and uh, digging into this devotional. We just uh, pray for your blessing. Help us to uh, really grow closer to you and get a better understanding of your word through the questions in here. In Jesus' name, we just give you praise. Amen. Amen. Okay, so this is the part where we start the show. This All is right. the He Said, We Said podcast. Matt, Dara, and our friends, Sean and Jody, are with us today. And uh, if you have never uh, watched or listened or any of that, um, we're not affiliated with The Chosen, but we sure do like it. So we think <laughs> you should download the app. Check it out. Uh, right now we're in the middle of this 40 Days with Jesus, so here's how the show goes. Um, we go back and forth this week, Dara reads, uh, and we just read this like page and a half uh, little intro, and then there are some questions we wrestle with. If you're listening with your friends, hit pause, talk about stuff. If you're driving, uh, don't do any of it. Just think. Uh, and also keep your eyes open. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So um, you can check out The Chosen by downloading their free app. Um, you can also watch all the episodes on YouTube, uh, but you'll have to watch a whole lot of stuff uh, like as they tell you about it. So just download their app. And it's 100% free, but if you give them some money, they can make more episodes, which is really cool. So check them out. And they're recording season two right now. That's right. And they're in Texas, and it's frozen. So prayers for everybody in Texas, not just the people making The Chosen. Uh, and it's your, it's your week to read. Okay. okay. Day 20 is trust. Okay. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 3 5 through 6. Matthew was an easy guy to hate because he was a money-grubbing tax collector. On behalf of the Roman Empire, he and his comrades extorted their fellow Jews far beyond what was owed to the government. And Matthew was perfectly cool with that. The corrupt system worked in his favor. It was a great gig since Matthew was all about Matthew and excelled at doing exactly what Solomon warned against in Proverbs 23.4. Do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. On the contrary, Matthew was wearing himself out to get rich. He was trusting in his cleverness. Sounds familiar to me. Pre-Jesus, Matthew's response would have been, So what, man? If you're going to wear yourself out doing something, might as well be as get at getting rich. Besides, if you can't trust yourself, who in the world can you trust? We get it, pre-Matthew Jesus. We get it. Because sadly, that's, the exact, that's exactly the kind of self-reliance, succeed at all costs, follow your own truth ethos, our world goes bananas over. Our, our culture of consumerism feasts on it. And if those riches were attained through disgustingly selfish, ill-gotten, greedy means, eh, details. The desire to be on top is like an egomaniac. <laughs> it's like an electro, thank you, electromagnetic force. It can seize onto any one of us, like a thumbtack sucked up by a magnet. So then think about what it would take to reverse the mighty pull once you've been seized. What would cause you to willingly give it up, walk away from the money, and lay down the power? Only the most dramatic of plot twists. For Matthew, it came in the form of two simple yet profound words. Follow me. Jesus went out and saw a tax collector sitting at the tax booth. He said to him, follow me. And leaving everything, he rose and followed him. Luke 5, 27-28. This was not a casual interaction. In a single moment, Matthew's need for more stuff was obliterated when he stood face to face with the author of life. 
all the trust in yourself and follow your own truth nonsense vaporized the second he locked eyes with the truth and was called to follow the ultimate force, the desire to know and love God in the flesh. Matthew, the easy-to-hate, crooked, money-grubbing tax collector, was standing in the presence of pure love, mm. and it changed him instantly and radically. We get it, Matthew. We get it. Because beautifully, that's exactly the kind of Jesus-reliant trust at all cost, follow me, ethos, our Heavenly Father, goes bananas over. And so much so. He orchestrates a plot twist for each of us to respond to, and we, too, must decide. God longs to make our crooked paths straight, Luke 3, 5, and script the ultimate rags-to-riches story, which sometimes involves trading in our earthly riches for a few temporary rags. And Matthew was perfectly cool with that. He saw how much more this redemptive system worked in his favor, it was a great gig as Matthew became all about Jesus. Okay, so the prayer focus. I usually let him pray with us. <laughs> all right, so the prayer focus says, To thank God for asking you to follow him, repent of the times you rely on your own skills, and ask him to show you the areas that you can shift your allegiances. I love that our stupid thing that I can't say her name just like, right as I was like ending the prayer focus. Like, oh, thank you, Jesus. So ridiculous. All right, uh, God, we just um, thank you so much for saying, follow me. Lord, uh, forgive us for the times that we just kind of shook that off and didn't listen. And uh, God, forgive us for the times that we just thought that uh, it was by our skills that we got things accomplished. Lord, show us the areas where we can just shift our allegiances. Uh, if there's anything in our life that we're putting before you, um, help us to just realize that you're everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so moving forward, now we get to talk about some questions. This is the part where you should pause it if you're not driving and where I'm going to move Dara's coffee so she doesn't dip the bookmark in. Thank you. It's awesome. Okay, so first question. In what areas of your life do you trust in your own cleverness? This is why we invited you guys over so we didn't have to answer the questions. This oh, week. Well, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Ladies first. Oh, can you say it one more time, Dara? In what areas of your life do you trust in your own cleverness? Oh, man, like every day, right? Like, I mean, if we're not waking up and saying, good morning, Jesus, how do you want me to move throughout my day? Like, are we really trusting Jesus, right? But how often do we wake up and go, hey, Jody, hey, Sean, Matt, Dara, how are we going to move through our life mm-hmm. without following God, like mm-hmm. appropriately? Because I feel like it's just our nature, you know, oh, our good. flesh True. and neighbor, nature. Oh, that's a good point. What about you, man? Is there any like specific area where you're just like, uh... I don't think there's a specific area that comes to mind, but I think it's like for us as a couple, we've really learned to try, try to trust God and like. Absolutely. Live that out, not just talk about it. Yeah. And so sometimes that looks like the night before, like maybe we have a job, maybe we don't have a job because we run our own business or mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think just it's easy. We can live in our own strengths or we can live in the fact that absolutely is going to live through us and give us mm-hmm. oh, the strength sure. and the power that we don't have. So, so true. I know for me, like the area that it's it, God has spent... I don't know, the last decade hammering out of me. 
uh, is just relying on myself to generate like the the money like and when I say relying on myself I mean like yes I've got skills but you know those were a gift too right um, but like thinking like all right God well you haven't answered with the Powerball so I guess I'll go back to figuring out how to do this money stuff <laughs> yeah. uh, and so it's not like that intentional right I just start thinking like oh I'm gonna create this because I know I could sell it and it'll make and it's like how many times do I stop and go, hey, God, what do you want me to, like what you said, like, okay, how do you want me to go about work today? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, uh, it becomes such an easy thing that of getting in a rhythm, you, you kind of, I just kind of stop asking for help sometimes, and then he humbles me again with a big thump on the head, <laughs> it seems like, but it's really not, it's, it's just a result of my choices being dumb, but I feel like even after the humbling, then he's like, all right, come on. Well, I think also, like, <laughs> Learning, like you can do it God's way, or you can do it your own way. Yes. Absolutely, and there that right there. And sometimes God's way isn't the way we want to do it. Like when Moses, like, bingo, strike the rock, don't strike the rock, mm-hmm. or yes. so that speaks actually right into where mine is, and the fact of I keep going to God to get myself organized for it because right. I have my job, I have CYC, I have so much going on. My days are booked completely ridiculous and I keep asking how to I'm that's what I'm doing I'm trying to keep my stuff organized in my own cleverness instead of doing what he has told me to do to get organized to be on track I'm just kind of like praying to him and winging it for the rest of the day was that so, what our kid was praying about was that your ask God for more no. time oh I was <laughs> like God was that so saying is I can continue to he's telling me how to do it and it's how he's telling me to do it is way different than I've been trying to do it yeah and I know what he's telling me to do, and I should just be doing it because, well, I've well, asked. And, he's and I me. think we're just, I think as a people in general, mm-hmm. we, we're scared of the waiting period. We're scared oh, so of the true. Waiting. We're scared of sitting in the waiting room and waiting. We're, we're just scared. And, and, and when we sit in that fear almost, we move out of our lane and start moving towards what we believe is supposed to be the goal. When God is like, you're in the waiting room because I have some growth for you Bingo. because that growth is going to level you up. Mm-hmm. I can relate into to your that. faith journey, you know, I can very much relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's the next one? If you're brutally honest, do you identify oh, with geez. more pre Matthew Jesus or disciple Matthew? What, what about, what about you? I mean, it depends on the day for me, to be no, honest. Mostly, no, I, mostly post Jesus. I can definitely. I would say I more identify with disciple Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just because of that, just radical shift. And we've had that talk. I look at people and I'm like, wait, you mean it wasn't? So I'm like, yeah, it's black and white. It's yeah. it's you are, you aren't. You're following, you're listening, you're not. You have faith, you're not. And then you married me, and you were like, oh, migraines exist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely relate more to pre, uh, post Matthew, but I can recognize and understand. Yeah, pre Matthew Jesus. Mm. Well, that's when we step out of our lane. Mm-hmm. Is pre Matthew? We're we're stepping out of our lane, going exactly. Boom, 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 boom. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. Oh wait, I can do this, but it's not according to His plan. Mm-hmm. I just kind of thought I, I thought I was the lane maker, miracle worker, <laughs> yeah. promise keeper. Right. I thought I was the light in my right. darkness to, right. to, right. to poorly cover that right. song that Michael W. Smith poorly covered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think we sometimes we try to make our plans God's plans. 
Bingo. Or, or, yes. or like, we, we, have, we, we were like, have, oh, God. We have God's banner mission. Exactly. Yeah. When I tr- like, when I was younger, it would be like, I wanted to be financially free. I've never mm-hmm. been financially mm-hmm. free. I don't understand the wealth part that he was dealing with. But it's like, if I can reach this point, I can reach this place, mm-hmm. then, yeah. like, rather than allowing God to open and close the doors or just not moving until he... Oh, yes. I can relate. I, I can relate to exactly what you said, as well as the wealth chasing. Yeah. Um, for me, that was a big part of, of, of really what God used to bring me back to. I'm like, he'll use anything, yeah. any stuff that feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, yeah, like I had um, two businesses, go, three business things going. And um, I had a business partner that just our dealings went sour. And it was unfortunate. Um, and then... Uh, but but it didn't go sour until about a month after I had just sold off the most profitable business that I had, uh, the most profitable like per, percentage wise of them, uh, and then the person I sold it to decided they didn't want to pay for it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh this hurts right like boom here just went like forty percent of my income, and then we had this meeting um, with our business partner uh, and and it was the financier. And he decided he wanted to take control of things he didn't know about. And it led to this big fight. And all of a sudden, he just went, boom, no money in bank. So mm-hmm. then I was like, well, there went 90% of my income. So I was like, I went from a lot to nothing yeah. within 60 days. And, and of course, in all my desperation, I was like, oh, God. Like, oh, come on. And it's like, bro, where you been for a decade? I, just kidding. Start, I'm here. Yeah. But uh what are you learning? And, and so, then I start talking to him about tithing. Yeah, yes. And then during during that very tough time, you need to tithe the last ten. She she le- legitimately were wrestling. Like I'm going through this tough time, and I'm like like babe, like I'm like listen, I'm just letting you know because you know full transparency in the beginning of this relationship, I'm broke now. Like I was balling hard, like literally day before yesterday. I have nothing. So just like warning you. And she it wasn't exactly those words, but it wasn't that far off. And she's like. Well, how's your tithing? I'm like, did you just not hear me tell you? Like, you know, 11 grand of bills, 1,000 coming in, yeah. don't know how to do it. She's like, okay, but but are you are you being generous with that 1,000? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> but it was funny because that dialogue really got me. I'm like, I'm going back and wrestling with the What does that say? And then all of a sudden it was like, let's do a devotional together. Okay, I'll text that giving. And, and I'm not, this is definitely, I'm not preaching on tithing. Because we wrestle with that stuff too, dialogue. But I'm just saying, like, it was funny that it, I, I was full on the Matthew that this tries yeah. to describe, right? Wealth chasing. And then God was like, mm, you don't need all that. And I was just like, Ooh. I think with the beginning of our business, you know, uh, 12 years ago, when we first started, like, our goal was to definitely have a sound amount of money to be able to function and to move through and to live happy and healthy, right? But then then life happens. Trials happen. Uh, Life happened hard for our family and my husband. And then I think that we've learned to just go, okay, we have a business. God has honored our business. God has always given us what we needed. And God has always provided for us, Mm -hmm. provided a a roof over our head, provided uh, what we need. And, and, and even when we had like a ton of money, because there were seasons, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It never felt the way it does when we are sitting in the waiting room and, and that growth is happening. And, and we may only have 
a certain amount of money, but that money seems to last a lot longer than the money that we generated on our own. God's yeah. math always is always. His, it always works. Always. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't say anything against. I can't even push yeah. back a little. Your wife's what? <laughs> Again, oh, feels so good. Okay. okay, so kind of goes into where we were just talking about. The last question is: What have been some of the dramatic plot twists the Lord has orchestrated in your life? Okay, before you answer it, if you like listening I to this feel conversation, like this is an open-ended conversation. Well, for us, it is. The four of us. I think so, especially with the stuff we've already been talking about. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Uh, where, yeah. Whatever uh, you're listening to it on iTunes, Google Music. Uh, all the other, Apple's the best, so whatever else you're listening to, that's fine, but get an iPhone and then listen to it on Apple. But wherever you're listening, please subscribe. We would love it. Uh, if you really think it's super cool, um, if you're listening on anchor.fm forward slash he said, we said, there's a button you can buy us a coffee, and someone drinks way more coffee than me, so it would be cool if you bought it. Um, Cheers to uh, If you don't, though, that's totally fine. We're still going to have plenty of coffee, but it's just a nice thing. Um, that being said, would you just read the last question one more time? One more time. What were the plot twists was what I heard, and then I was like, plot twist, let's just tell people to subscribe. i to get ready for this one. What have been some of the dramatic plot twist the Lord has orchestrated in your life? Don't all jump at once. <laughs> uh, wanting to go hook up with this girl in Chicago that was going to become my wife. That, that was a dramatic plot twist. We, we were going to go spend a weekend together and there was no intention of us becoming husband and wife. And plot twist... Uh, three years later, here we are married and uh, in love with God and chasing them together. So uh, that was a plot twist that I did not see coming and was intentionally avoiding. <laughs> so that's why it was a dramatic plot twist, but a, but a beautiful one because uh, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm grateful. You're amazing. Well, thank you. If you don't click like on that when you're listening to this show, <laughs> you don't have a heart because that was real. <laughs> Just well, I'm not doing it. It's real, but... I think our whole marriage has been kind of a plot twist, to be honest with you. We got married. Uh, we met online, which was, you know, like, you know, you meet online, right? And oh, 100% you, statistically right, good. Right, right. And, <laughs> and then you meet each other and you're like, oh, wait a second. There's no way in real life we would have ever mm-hmm. hung out if we lived in the same state together. And then you have to learn to deal with that, right? And then I think... Our second year into marriage, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and then... um, That's a huge plot twist. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, the, what, sixth or seventh year of our marriage? You want to... I don't want to speak for you. Well, I I would say one of my biggest plot twists would be when I almost nearly lost my life at my Mm. own hands, like being on medicines that put me into deep, dark pit... And just super hard time of life, whether it's like our marriage and getting along and work and stress and all that. And then you put put somebody like in a black bubble, essentially. But that was the biggest plot twist because we had a business. I have two kids and I was out of commission. That's huge for mm-hmm. quite some time where everything was out of my control. Like I couldn't. It, it would do no good to worry about the finances because I couldn't do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it was a moment where it was like I had to 
like learn to just like follow. Yeah. And you and I are very similar in that dramatic fashion in that we both trusted on him to just save our lives. Literally. And so, and for me, the most dramatic plot twist is God himself. Him yeah. coming into my life after not knowing anything and just saying, if you make it to church the next day, you're fine. Yeah. And being like, okay. And trusting his word from that moment on. Um, you'd be the second. <laughs> and, and I think the immortal kit from Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> yes and I think you know past all of the stuff that we had to move through with Sean in, in that season in our life is the redemption that came from uh-huh, that come on. come on like money mm-hmm. you know and, and not phys- not like literal money, but just yes. the yes. redemption. Not to be confused because yeah. it talks about Matthew's like, money. Yeah, not literal money. But, you know, in 2017, that happened in 2015. I had this huge breakthrough. Like it was like, you know, I, I, I grew up as this broken girl and all of these broken things that happened, you know, very cliche, but it was my truth. But I like, I rediscovered and re-fell in love with my husband in a way that, I never had had before and and if it wasn't for that moment of Sean going this is it God like I can't go on anymore mm-hmm. it, it made me go do I want to go on with this do I want to to walk in a marriage with mental health issues with my physical issues with the MS but then God literally brought me to my knees and was like yes this is who you are this is how i designed your marriage to be because the redemption fire what's going to come out of this the the refined uh gold the refined everything is going to be something that you guys will never experience before and it's true you know and it's so great to hear if jody now and sean now were to go back and tell jody and sean that day this is what life would be like would you believe them? No. Not <laughs> you're talking about now? Yeah. yeah. If you were to go back and talk to yourself that day and say, this is what life is going to be like this much in your future. No. How amazing it's going to be. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. You know, it is great, though, because I just love how what you said ties into like what this, this chapter this week was titled, which is trust. And it's yeah. like we go through these crazy times and it's like, you either choose to trust God in it or you choose not to. Yeah. But, very do or die but the cool moments. thing is, yeah, and the cool thing is it's like once you've once you've chosen to trust him and, and he comes through, it's like, oh, it, it becomes easier to trust him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like at the, in the beginning, it's it's a little hard, right? Like, especially when you're just in like like sometimes there's the youth group kid that's like so on fire, he's like, I just trust anything. Like, oh, okay, I trust. Right. Which God bless him. Like, I'm not knocking yeah. it. Like, man, I wish it was that easy for me. I had 20 years of spoiled, spoiled, spoiled apple crappy, like yeah. nothing. So I went into like hardcore skeptically, you know, 20 something years ago. But I just think it's beautiful as you guys share your story and just Look at you coming to go, hey, go to church tomorrow. It's going to be okay. You had to trust that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. You had to trust that you guys were going to be able to make it work. I had to trust that getting married to you was a great idea because <laughs> uh, I was certain that I was never. Like, I was like, no, this is crazy. But, like, at the end of the day, it does come back to when you trust them, like, if you just make that choice, the next time it seems a little easier. It seems mm-hmm. a little easier. But it's like, I can say I've gotten different results than what I've been hoping for sometimes, 
but God has never actually let me down and no, taken yeah. me a place I shouldn't go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. When I love I, it. I think bigger picture, now that we're grown a little bit, you know, and, and we sat in the waiting room for so long, learning to trust the process mm-hmm. of the growth mm-hmm. just prepares us for our next level of faith. Like whatever level you're working on, whatever level we're working on, um, that process is so important to help, I guess, move us through the next trial mm-hmm. to help you know, to help armor us and to help bring redemption, not just to ourselves. Now that we're a bit more equipped, you guys are a bit more equipped because we have an entire lifetime still to, to finish being <laughs> yeah. equipped, right? Because we never arrive. Um, but we get to love and disciple other people that have been True. through those types of very specific situations. Ah, that's such an awesome thing. That being said, if you are a woman who is, uh, man, you're just struggling, you need to make a shift in your life, maybe you, you're trying to transition back into the workforce, you need some prayer, some coaching, go to changingyourconversation.com and uh, they'll hook you up with some, some yes. coaching and, yes. and help you through those tough times. So check that out. Um, if, you, if you did enjoy the conversation tonight, like, subscribe, share, all the fun stuff. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate every single one of you. And uh, if, uh, if this is something that's been valuable also, feel free to drop a comment, something like that. If we can be praying for you, you can send an email to he said, we said contact at gmail.com. I know it's super duper long. I didn't think it out very well. But it's he said, we said, contact at gmail.com. And if you just send us uh, your prayer needs, we'll definitely pray for you. If you would like us to tell others to pray for you too, um, let us know if that's okay and we'll do that. Thanks for watching. Thank you guys so much for doing this with us. We really love it. Actually, it was super awesome. So thanks. And uh, we love you and we'll talk to you in a week. Bye guys. Bye.